Beast OCR proudly presents BeastNet Podcast, sponsored in part by GH Under's Performance Base Layers and supported by the OCR community. Here we discuss all things OCR related. Welcome to BeastNet. Grays Harbor Unders makes the performance-based layer clothing you want and need. Whether you work, hunt, hike, fish, run, or ride in the great outdoors, if you work up a sweat, Grays Harbor Unders are for you because their unique dual-layer fabric removes moisture from your body and keeps your skin dry, even when the outer layer is completely wet. It's a base layer like no other. Get you some at ghunders.com. That's ghunders.com for the best performance-based layer you'll ever wear. Hey everybody, Mike here with BeastNet, and on the Beast Report this month, we have Elise. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing really well. We've had a really good weekend, and we're going to go swimming after this, so I'm excited. <laughs> nice. And it's been so long since I talked to you. Yes, so, so long. 30 so you, days is a long time. Yeah, about 30 <laughs> days. You were just on the, the what, talking about Montana, so. Yeah. Which was fun. It was very fun, yeah. From what everyone sounds like, it was fun. I, mm-hmm. I unfortunately missed it, but... Yes, well, you'll be there next year. We know you will. I will be, yes. Yes, so... You will make sure that you get there. Yes, I have to, Mm -hmm. so... It'll be right before I go do that tunnel marathon again, because (laughs) I'm dumb, so... (laughs) Nothing like a Spartan race to train for marathon, right? (laughs) Exactly. It's all downhill. So I'll be used to the uphill from Montana, and I'll go downhill Mm -hmm. for the tunnel marathon. There you go. Get both sides. Get both sides, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So, on the beach report, normally it's, you know, Kim and me, but Kim's not here this time, so it's just me. Um... So we got a few questions we asked. What was your first OCR race? Um, so my first OCR was the Survivor Mud Run, mm-hmm. and it was in 2015. I think I was um, there. You were there. That was my first like big meeting with the beasts um, since I met a bunch of people at the um, Spartan Workout Tour in February of that mm-hmm. year. So it was like my first actual time. I had talked to people online and you know been in the in the um, Facebook group and all that good stuff, but actually being around you guys, that was the first time, and, and I had such a fun around. time. Yeah, see, I'm still here. <laughs> so nobody scared me away. <laughs> um, but it was really, it was one of those things where like I I was pretty sure I wanted to do the Spartan race in Wishugal that August, but I had never done anything like that. So I didn't even know if I liked, I knew I didn't really like running, let yeah. alone like in mud or climbing over things. Like I had no idea what to do. So when I saw that, I just signed up for it and drove down from Anacortes, stayed with a friend the night before, and then um, went for it and I had a blast. Um, a few of the people that I'm still really, really good friends with um, from that were like Christina Horton, Stevie, Audra, Gretchen, Lisa, and Lindley was there, and a couple other people, um, and we all ran together, um, and we just had a blast. Yeah, and that's such a fun group. I know I did, I was trying to think, I did most of those people with me when I had watched Google that year. Yeah. So, were you with us? Um, I was not because I ran it actually with Sarah Knight cause she was my coach, um, back oh, then. Right. Yep. Yeah. When, uh, cause she was still living up in Mount Vernon and I was in Anacortes. So I would go and train at her house, um, you know, a couple here and there, like a couple times a month maybe. Yeah. And then, uh, she raced and placed and then she got literally, she like pounded a banana and then got right back in the corral to run the race with me. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really cool. Sarah's awesome like that. Yeah. It's yeah. like I, everyone's heard the story of. Hawaii, where she did all three, and the time it took us to do one. Yep. But. 
And I, I still, I'm always like, thank you, Sarah. You're, you are literally the only reason why Brandon and I were able to get into the sprint starting corral to keep going because they delayed the ceremony for her because she was almost done with her race and they couldn't give her her podium award from the beast until she was finished. Nice. <laughs> so they kept the starting gate open like five minutes longer and it was just enough time for Brandon and I to finish the super, get our new bands and get across and go. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, thanks for winning the beast. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. She kicks some butt. She's crazy. Yeah. Oh, so basically you kind of answered the second question, which is what made you decide to try it. But that was kind of, I mean, well, you answered the last time. You didn't really say much about it that time, kind of. But so yeah. what, what made you decide to? Um, I saw an ad. I went to the workout tour and I don't know. I think it was just that like I had been on this kick of trying to find something that filled me, like filled my soul. Yeah. And like really set me on fire and made me want to do stuff because um, I needed to get healthy and I had been, you know, losing weight with my friend, but I didn't feel like I had the motivation to really continue and I could feel myself kind of like petering off. And I guess you could say like I was plateauing mentally for sure. I knew I had a long way to go physically, but I just didn't have like the mental motivation to get there. And then seeing that it just kind of, I mean, it made me that like kind of scared, nervous, but like, I want to go try that. That looks like fun. Yeah, Yeah, I know that. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what, that's what got me. And then it's been just charging headfirst into that feeling every chance that I can get ever since then. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. I mean, it's one of those things like me and you, we were talking about it last night. It's until you sit down and talk to somebody, you don't know what their story is. Yeah. It's like, you know, you made a comment, like someone looked at you and when you said something about, you know, having to struggling to lose weight and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, no, if you would have known you, you know, five, six years ago, drinker, smoker, overweight, everything else, but everyone looks at you now and you're healthy, don't do any of that stuff. And it's like, they don't think about what you were before Mm -hmm. and everyone doesn't know that. So yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. You get into situations with people who might still be struggling with stuff like that. And, uh, some people can be receptive and some people aren't, you know, it's, no. it's wherever they're at with it, no. but it's really interesting to see how quickly people will judge you just based off of a snap moment Yeah. with you. They just assume, you know, that this is naturally something that's easy for you, yeah. you know, and it's like, no, I've worked my ass off to get here. Like, yeah. it's easy for literally you to go worked off my Get my second <laughs> place and what, the CrossFit? Oh, yeah, my teammate and I, yeah. we got a third-place podium third place. last weekend in our crosser competition. Yeah, I mean, like, that doesn't just happen. No. <laughs> I didn't just roll out of bed like, hmm, I think I'm going to go compete today and, like, throw some heavy stuff around and maybe I'll podium. Who knows? Like, yeah. no. Like, weeks, months, years of planning and training and just, like, being laser-focused on diet and training and rest and recovery goes into that. It's not just something you just decide to do one day. Yeah. I mean, maybe some people, there are those few really weird anomalies where people are like, yeah, I just, this is my first time doing it. And I just got, you know, second <laughs> I woke place. woke up this morning, got a weird mild yeah. hair in my butt and decided to go try this. I saw you guys out here and I thought I'd just sign up. And, and that's cool. Good for you. But yeah. it definitely takes a lot of work yeah, for me. Does. So. So how has OSCAR helped you overcome challenges? Um, well, it's like you have to practice mental fortitude and you have to practice resilience. You have to practice grit. And it's not just when you're out there, it's all the training, like I said, that goes into it. So it's really helped me overcome a lot of just, I think a lot of like mental health barriers, um, dealing with anxiety and depression and, and working through those in a healthy way, having a good outlet to work through those things. Um, that's definitely how it's helped me overcome challenges. And I mean, 
I, I can't tell you, I can't, can't even count on both hands anymore how many times that practice that I've done through training for OCRs and competing and, and racing has come in handy in my real life. I mean, I mean that is my real life, but just in, yeah. in off-the-course scenarios um, so many times where I'll sit and I'll reflect on something and I'll be like, wow, you know, I don't know how I would have handled this situation if I hadn't already practiced being this uncomfortable yeah. in another aspect of my life. And I think that's one of the things that really it does. I mean, it, it puts you in that uncomfortable spot where you're mm-hmm. like, I don't like this. Yeah. You know, it's like I've talked about many times. The, my worst obstacle is the uncle. Mm-hmm. And it's not because I of a physical challenge. I don't like this. <laughs> I just don't like it. I yeah. don't like my head underwater I can't see into. Mm-hmm. And it just drives me. I mean, I will literally sit there. There's been times for like almost five minutes. Like, yeah. I, I'm not doing this. Yeah. You know, but usually, you know. It's been one race I didn't, mm-hmm. but every other race I've finally done it at some point. So. Yeah. yeah. And that was Montana last year. There were squirrely things inside yep. and it was squirmy and I'm like, nope, uh, I'm out. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Nope. This ain't happening. You could not pay me enough. <laughs> and I paid for this. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> this, this is the opposite. Not happening. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, it really does. I mean, it pushes you to that point of uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So, yep. and, yeah, it does and that's help. one of the things I remember from when I first discovered Spartan was like, not necessarily a mantra of theirs but something that you heard a lot just because joe DeSena was so prominent still at the beginning yeah of all of that is just you gotta you gotta practice being uncomfortable yeah that's and that was the whole it, entire yeah. goal is if all right you're not uncomfortable you aren't doing it right exactly we're thinking of all this crazy stuff to put you people through and make you do because you're literally just trying to make you as uncomfortable as possible yeah. you're not getting better if you're not putting yourself you know yeah out of your comfort zone yeah so. exactly no Right on. So, what do you love most about the OCR community? Oh, um, I would definitely say, well, because... Me? It is, yeah. I love you, I love Amber, I love Benton, um, everybody. (laughs) Um, But it is just that, it's the community. That's what it's all about. It's like you, I can't tell you how many people I've talked to in the last five years who are trying a race or they're worried about trying a race like they're not sure if they want to sign up they can't find someone who's going to commit to do it with them and i'm like hey i have literally this group of hundreds of people who would be super down to hang out with you and do this race with you whatever because you're never actually alone like ever when you're running a spartan race when you're running any kind of ocr you're never alone like i've run road races and not said a single flipping word to anybody I might yeah. try to be friendly, but they might not, you know, and in an OCR, that's never happened in my life. I mean, there's been people where I had to be like, yeah, thanks. It's nice to see you and nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to zone in. And it's like, that's how good the community is, is that yeah. even it's if great. you were to try to be alone, you couldn't be. Yeah. And I know I, cause <laughs> I've done the, the half marathons you yeah. know, before, before I started doing OCR, you know, in like 2010, I was running half marathons and literally I put in my headphones. Yeah. I had my, you know, iPod at that mm-hmm. point. <laughs> wasn't a Walkman. Yeah, it wasn't. Anymore. You had already upgraded by then. I'd already upgraded by then. <laughs> but I'm like my iPod, and I actually had it set out in a way that I knew where I was at on each on the race. Yep. I could time my, you know, where I was, like see the mileage and say, oh, I'm at this song. I'm mm-hmm. behind. I need to speed myself up. Mm-hmm. I need to do this. But I didn't talk to anyone. I no. just put my headphones in, and for 13.1 miles, you know, I think and my fastest just... time was two hours and 45 minutes. And just, Man. And, and everybody has their headphones in. Yeah. So it's not like... Everybody, so... It's like, yeah, you're one of of hundreds of people doing the same thing, so no one can talk to each other. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess is fine. Like, that's yeah. that's that, you know, community. But I knew that that wasn't... And I'm not to... Obviously not yeah, to diss on anybody that, but... that does road running races. That's 
a whole nother level of training that I've never dipped into and I have like tons of respect for that go for it um i will be there to cheer you on until you cross that finish line but i probably won't be running it next to you no. <laughs> i don't and do the spartans because i like running no and, and it's <laughs> at it's all a, it's like you said it's a whole different ty- type of personality that yeah does it I yeah mean, you know and that was kind of my thing i mean i was pretty much like i don't want to do this anymore i mean the running's okay mm-hmm. i mean i blew my knee out and kind of took a break for a while and then it was like i don't know if i want to do this yeah and then i started doing the ocrs and like met that community and i'm like oh okay now this is i like this yeah it's like these a little bit less running it's talking it's having fun it's enjoying it I, these are my people and teamwork you know? and it's teamwork. the teamwork yeah that makes the community it is and i mean that's one of the things that you know and i've said it before is i like having the the feeling that i would rather have that feeling that i had one person finish that race mm-hmm. because i stopped to help them and whatever <laughs> than to win it yeah Exactly. You know, it was like, you know, we've talked about Vegas, me and uh, Serena and Justin. Mm -hmm. We had a time that we we were going to finish this race in this amount of time. Mm -hmm. And we had it. Yeah. There was no problem. We were going to be there. And then we came across this lady, and I can't remember her name, but she was having major issues. Mm -hmm. And all three of us looked at each other and said, screw the time. Yeah. You know, she needs some help. We're staying back with her. Yeah. And we did for the last, like, you know, probably two or three miles. We stayed with her, and, I mean, we missed our time, but we made she finished yeah you know and she came up to us later and said we i wouldn't i was ready to quit and yeah and the three of you stopped and it's like i was gonna walk off course no, i was gonna walk off i was mm-hmm. done yeah and then we're like nope no not on our watch not on our watch yeah that's so. the best and it is the, the best, best moments those are so yeah you know then you get emily who just sits there and like mumbles a few words and <laughs> kicks rocks for three hours but where she's she she says the first thing she remembers of Jeff, my now fiance, of course, um, is like, I don't know you, but thank you, because <laughs> he was just there to help her when she's in Montana, like oh, yeah. dying. She's like, and now you guys are getting married, and it's so great because I didn't know who he was, but he was so helpful. <laughs> yeah, because him, yeah, it was him and Brandon who yep. came out of nowhere all of a sudden when we got to the bucket carry. Yep. They're like. Let me take that for yeah, you. And I'm help. like, okay. Yeah, you can. You you may. You I may. shall I'm, let you. I'm not going to argue. <laughs> it's like at that point, I just wanted to curl up in a ball on the ground and no die. No kidding, but, right? Yeah. But then it's like you have to finish. You get your t-shirt and your banana, and then you have to go get your bag, and you have to yeah. change. And oh, yeah, by the way, I haven't peed in like <laughs> 10 hours. Suddenly, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm a guy. I just, you know. Okay. Well, that's fine. But Okay. That's fine for you, and let me just get on my soapbox for a moment because it is so frustrating running those beasts. And, like, you, what, am I supposed to pack a shiwi? Like, come on. This is so annoying because after you get wet and you're wearing spandex leggings, you, like, pull your pants down to pop a squat in the woods in the middle of the mountains in Montana, and then you've got to, like, like pull these, like, leather pant-like things back onto your wet body. It's awful. <laughs> I could see that. It's see, you awful. Do, you do need to get a just get a shoe. Yes. Yes, get a shoe. We should um, see if we can get sponsored by. Get by sponsored like by shoeing. Yeah. yeah, whatever. I mean, it's not that help me, or like but... one of the other. Well, yeah, for the lady beast. No, lady true. beast. Let's get on this, please. Okay. Sorry. Definitely. Oh, Soapbox okay. done. <laughs> well, what was surprising <laughs> is because what was it? Didn't Seattle had them. Seattle had them in the middle. And so did oh, bathrooms? Bathrooms. Well, that doesn't freaking matter, Mike. Yeah. Even still, if it's I mean, in the porta potty, yeah, the pants are still wet. <laughs> still gotta pull. I mean, you make a point, though. Shoes, but. There was well, a bathroom, a long time, they, but still. Well, for a long time, they didn't. Yeah. And I, I can remember, you know, that was one, one of my awful. biggest complaints in, like, Montana. It's like, you know, for us that, you know, aren't so fast, mm-hmm. I mean, our best time in Montana, I think, was seven hours. Yeah. 
I mean, we, we need to, we need to we need go to, to, go to the bathroom. bathroom at some point. Yeah. You know, and it's Jeff like, this year, he went to go up to one of the bathrooms in the middle of his beast and he ran great for time, but he was like trying to go up to the lady and she's like, no, it's for volunteers. He's like, okay, you have two choices here. You can either let me in this bathroom or I can take a poop right in front of it. It's up to you. <laughs> I, and so she let him in. <laughs> I mean, I get it, you know. He's like, um, thank you. I'm not mad at you, but you're enforcing but, a rule that I don't agree with and I have to poop. <laughs> and there's the runner's poop. I mean, people, a lot, yeah. a lot of people don't realize it. I mean, I've been on marathons or half marathons yeah. where all of a sudden you're going along and it's that and movement like, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, yep. oh, I need a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people that aren't in that community don't know it, but I guarantee you everybody who's ever run a Spartan race mm-hmm. understands the pre and intra pre, uh, race yeah. poops for yep. sure. Okay. We got off yeah. on a poop we tangent here. That's, that's great. Fine. You know, whatever. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> who I'm inspires ready. you? Now that we're done talking about poop, <laughs> now that who we're inspires done about you? That, well, let's just veer off the corner here into another direction. Honey bucket. Oh, <laughs> honey bucket. <laughs> another sp- potential sponsor. Um, someone who inspires me, um, and I've been thinking about this a lot lately, because there's several people, and mm-hmm. so it just kind of changes. It depends on like who's going through what and who yeah. I'm really exposed to, obviously, at that time, like who I'm really connecting with. But right now, I have to say it's Jody. Like, Jody has been consistently the person that I have been inspired by the most, especially like. So, Jody Van. Van, yeah, Jody B. Jody B. I, I, I love her. I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name. And either. I can't remember how to pronounce her last name. But, um, I mean, just everything that she's been through in her personal life as a racer, injuries, health, all of that stuff. I mean, if you look at somebody, you tell me this all the time when I do something that I'm, like, really proud of for mm-hmm. myself. You're like, yeah, I mean, great job. But, yes, of course, because you're crazy, but also awesome. And, like, you would have quit by now when a lot of people wouldn't have yeah. or wouldn't have kept going, you know. And she's the same way. Like, that woman has more grit in her pinky finger than most of us have in our whole bodies. Yes. Like, the fact that she dealt with pain on a daily basis from injuries that are just horrific and still continued to push and try to get herself rehabbed enough so that she could race and like she's not racing for a podium but she's out there covering that mileage and doing those obstacles and doing every single burpee despite you know and so it's just uh, every moment that she gets, she just continues to wow me, you know? Yeah, so amazing. I would definitely say she's someone that inspires me in our community. She she was messaging me during Montana. Yeah. And, because she was having, because normally it's me and her. Yeah. You know, and yep. last year in Montana, she actually, it was one of the first times that I've been with her and she was just like, I can't do this. Yeah. And it was like, I saw the look on her face and I'm like, I'm, I'm, it's like, I'm not going to argue with you. I can see how much yeah. pain you're in. I get it. Um, but this time she was having issues with one of the people she was racing with because yep. she wanted to, she wanted the person she was racing with one to take a shortcut. And Jody's like, no, mm-hmm. that's not how we do this. We, yep. we, we finished the race and it, I've heard so many people be like, well, no one's going to know. I will. Yeah. You'll know. You know, if I do take a shortcut and do whatever, I'm going to know. And forever that medal is going to be tainted to me. When I cross that finish line and someone puts that medal around my neck, it's, it's not going to feel as yeah. good as if I knew that, like, yeah, I might have gotten a couple minutes later, but at least I did every single burpee I was supposed to, or did something, yeah. you know? Like, I've been in a position where activity restrictions prevented me from being able to do a freaking burpee. Yep. And, and like, side note, if I can't do a burpee, I probably shouldn't be out there, <laughs> to be honest. Like, if you're not in good enough shape, and I don't mean, like, fit and healthy and thin, I mean, like, mechanically, like, if your joints aren't working well enough and you're in daily pain enough that you can't get down to the ground and get back up safely, that's all a burpee is. Mm -hmm. 
You don't have to go fast, but you have to be able to do that. If you can't do that, you might want to just reconsider, but I didn't, and so I'm not going to judge you if you don't, right. but <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> uh, see, because I have that problem is because of my foot, mm-hmm. I don't get that push. Yeah. So for me to do, like most people, you know, hop down and then hop back up, I can't get that push with my yeah. foot. So I always step. And I've had a few people yeah. be like, that's not right. And I'm no, like, that's, that's the way my whatever. body works yeah. right now. And Screw that's one. how I'm doing it. But I've had ones where I had to do squats. Like yeah. in uh, the first year in Washougal when I just completely destroyed my wrist. Mm-hmm. It's like my wrist was twice the size it yeah. was supposed to be. And you're like, what am I going to throw my body yeah. on the floor? And everyone's Face like, first. you know, people are like, well, then you shouldn't have been raced. It's like, I did this during the race. Yeah. This wasn't like, I didn't show up like this. I was, ha- yeah. you know, hey, three quarters of the way through wrist, the race. I'm going to do it anyways. And I fell down, mm-hmm. you know. I fell down the slip wall yeah. three times. but I And then you get to a point a mile later where you're like, oh, God, this is a lot worse than I thought it was, yeah. but and I'm that's already almost what done. It was. it was like I looked down and my wrist is swollen up. There's mm-hmm. blood running down my – I'm like, oh, I guess I did do a little worse than I, I thought. I need to I, finish this. Let's wrap I, this up, guys. It's <laughs> like I hit a little harder than I thought I did. Uh, yeah. We need, to get, we need to finish. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So, yeah, Jody's a good one. So. Jody is. But like I said, it, it, it changes. I mean, it you does. couldn't ask me. It wouldn't – and I love her, and I'm not saying that she doesn't always inspire me, but it might be some, you know, a different answer. Yeah, next week. Else time. Or whatever. Another I mean, time. And, and that's normal. I mean, it's one of those things, I think, in this community, it's, you know, I don't want to say it's a what have you done for me lately, but it's yeah. more of uh, people inspire you depending on where you're at yeah. and where they're at. Yeah. So. What have you overcome lately? Yeah. So if someone has How a are huge we thing that they overcame that, you know, you can relate to, mm-hmm. then it's, you know, and I've heard a lot of people like, doesn't that person inspire you? I'm like, not really, because what they overcame really doesn't relate to me. Yeah. You know, I think like, it's, it's great. good for them. Yeah. Amazing, but I'm not going to think but... of that in the depths of like what I'm going yeah. through and be like, that's really motivating to me. So-and-so did this, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's varying levels. Yeah. It's varying levels. It depends mm-hmm. on the person. So. Totally. Yeah. All right. Uh, what is your favorite OCR memory? Oh. There's so many to choose from. So many. So, so many to choose from, which is amazing. And I'm so happy that I have, like, I could sit for hours and I could yeah. just, ugh, whatever. <laughs> My favorite memory, though, hands down, would be um, Hawaii with Brandon in 2016 when we were, and I'm sorry, we left you, but we left you. And I told you to. <laughs> I know, you told I us to. I was arguing with Brandon. We were... He's like, no, and I'm like, you're going to miss the cut if yeah. you don't just go. We could hear them over the microphone, and it was like, you. we had like this teeny tiny little amount of time to finish yeah. this race and get back out for the sprint, because we still weren't out there yet. And I think... And literally, Brandon was I, arguing with me. Yeah, and we, when we finally took off and left you guys, we still had several obstacles to cover. Rope climb, like monkey bars, slip wall, multi-rig, a couple walls, like sandbag carry. And it was legit the first time in a race where I actually like fully ran from where I went. And I think it was like 1.3 miles or something. We still had quite a ways mm-hmm. to go. We ran, we still did every single burpee. Because we both failed the rope climb because it was freaking massive that year. Oh, and yeah, the ropes were like, like teeny tiny rope. nylon ropes. Yeah. It was awful. Um, and I think Sarah Knight was one of the only people to actually get to the top of the rope that year. Yeah, I looked at it and I'm yeah. like, I'm not even attempting that. Yeah. So we did our burpees and stuff. And there were a couple beasts that were around us at that time who, they, while we were doing burpees, they walked up to the obstacle, failed it, came over, said, eh, screw it, we're just going to be finished. And then they walked the rest of the way. And so... And I'm, I won't name names, I'm not, but um, it was one of those moments where we're down doing burpees together, like in the dirt, racing against the clock, and we're like, no, we're still doing everything, like, that's, that is not okay with no. us, when you're completely able-bodied, and 
you have done it all to this point. It's not like you weren't doing burpees on every other thing. You know, yeah. you just said, ah, screw it, I don't feel like it. So it was really cool to finish that together. But the moment that made that for me was we're coming through the monkey bars. He's already done and I'm still on it and he's helping me across because it was back when you could still put, you know, wrap yeah. your legs around somebody and just scramble across. And he thought that I was on my way down, but I had just rung the bell and then I, my hand was still attached and he let go of my legs and I like biffed it on the ground and I, and he turns around and he's like, Oh my God, I'm sorry. And I'm like, whatever, screw you. And I just like started sprinting and I stole his rope on the slip wall because he was like running up and I was like, Nope, that's mine. (laughs) So we like got over it together and then we jumped over the fire. And that was just one of those moments where we both just like, we were on completely the same page. We didn't even have to really talk to each other. We just looked at each other and we knew. And he's like, I'm going to go talk to these people and make sure that we can still get over it. You go to the registration tent and get our bands. And so it was legitimately like a 20 minute period from when we left you to when we were to the first wall again on the course for the sprint. That's it. Like we ran, I think I ran like a seven minute mile. (laughs) I've never ran that fast in my life. (laughs) Like, so that was like one of those times where I'm sitting there and I'm looking at Brandon. Brandon's like... Because I was one that was like, yeah. you need to go. Yeah. And Brandon's like, no, no, we were going, we said we were going to finish. Because it's Brandon. I know, it's Brandon. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you're, you want to do the sprint. Mm-hmm. You guys need to go. Yeah. Well, we can't leave it. Yes, you can, because I'm this far and I would be an idiot to stop. Yeah. So, and yeah, because he took off because then, and then Jody and Stevie, Stevie left a little bit after that because yeah. they were trying to make it too. Yeah. But they didn't make no, it. No, they didn't. No. But. We literally, it was the... It was one thirty, no, yeah. twelve thirty. Sorry, because they were shutting the course down earlier than they said they were going to because of because of some impending storm clouds yeah. and stuff like that. So it was like, well, crap. You know, we thought we had an extra hour, and that's why we were so confident that we were going to yeah. get you through it. And then when they said that, and we heard it over yeah, the microphone, over and we're like, did they just say that it's closing in like twenty minutes? Yeah. Oh. Shiznit. And I mean, That's at that point, it was one of those I was having so much yeah. problems with that, that you know, with that the boot? boot on. Yep. So, we'll hey, I did it anyway. Boot. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this, honestly. Stop. Stop. Being with uh, Thank you. you guys. <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> the the day before with CB, it was so much different because it was just the two of us. And yeah. I was going over the walls and everything else. And then Brandon's like, okay, we got to have someone else to catch him. I'm like, okay, Brandon, I can go down the other side. I just have to make sure to land on, yeah. not on the foot that, you know, is in yeah. the boot. So he gets so protective and yeah, he's he so, it's so Brandon, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's just the way he is. So, but yeah, that was a fun, that was a fun year. It was. We all had a blast. So. It, we really did. It, it really was. It was I think a fun I keep year. wanting to go back to Hawaii because I want to chase that experience and feeling again, but it, it won't ever be like that again. No. You know, everything no. is completely different and that's fine. But I, I, I think that's why I always want to go back so bad. And I get that. I mean, it was kind of like, you know, and then we've, you know, cause we've gone back what, three times now. Mm-hmm. And the second year, it was different. Mm-hmm. It was still a great year. We had fun. Um, and then last year was a completely different oh, yeah. because of the... But Amber we still had a blast. Yeah, yeah, Amber made the news. And, <laughs> Being blown yeah. away on the beach by the yeah. hurricane. Yeah. So like a little wisp of wind. <laughs> yeah. But it was front page news. Yeah, it was like, so hey, funny. that's Amber. We know her. <laughs> yeah, we woke up that morning with so many messages like, are you okay? And we're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but but it was it was just different. But I mean, it, it's so fun. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love Hawaii. So yeah. All right, tell us something about yourself that few people know. Um. Hmm. We all know you're crazy. That's not one of them. Yeah. Um. Something cool that I used to do. It's not OCR. But when I was in high school, um, 
my dad got us into like flying these sport kites like oh, parachute kites yeah. and like trick kites and things like that so i totally nerded out on all that stuff when i was in high school and we would go out to the beach because um, i grew up in sonoma california and we would drive out to the coast to bodega bay and which is like just north of san francisco and um we would go out to the beach there and like just stick our kites in the sand and and literally fly kites all day long I mean, sunburned, wind burned, everything. That's and it was really cool. I was trying to work my way up to flying a big enough kite that I could start, like, kiteboarding and, like, because you could do it, like, dune boarding. You could do kite surfing. And yeah, all. It was just, like, a kind of crazy. different sport realm. And I never, I just never got to that point. Um, it was never something that I was able to give enough time to in high school. And then when I graduated high school, I moved right up here. So that window kind of went away. You I mean, I could do it, it now, but... What? You can do it up here. Yeah. Well, and I have tried, actually, a few times to fly kite up here, but the, I don't know, the condition's different. Yeah. The way that you set it up, I could do it, but I tried at Ocean Shores um, back in, like, 2014. Oh, my God, I thought I was going to die. I had, like, my tiny, tiny little parachute kite that was fine for me to fly down home. Oh, yeah, it was probably making you fly. it was so windy that like my little sister was with me and she's grabbing me by like my belt loops and we're like digging our feet into the sand i'm just trying to land it i'm just trying to get it down i'm like oh this was a mistake (laughs) crash it i don't care just boom you know and then i would like i would crash it and then it would the wind would sweep it back up so then i'm getting like pulled again i'm like no i'm gonna die i'm either gonna get pulled into a horse because there was like a ton of horses out on the beach or i'm gonna get pulled into the water and no one's ever gonna see me again because this kite's just gonna be flying forever and then i'm gonna drown <laughs> yeah, Ocean Shores is interesting. I've been out there a couple times. There was one time I was out there, there was a guy that had one, and he had, like, basically had a strap that strapped himself yep. to the bumper of his car. Yep. And he's flying the kite, and his feet are, like, two or three feet off the ground mm-hmm. as he's, like, anchored to his car. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. you're putting a lot of trust in that bumper. You are. Hopefully <laughs> it's on the, the underside and not the actual bumper. Yeah. yeah. But so that is something cool that I used to do. Um, when I go back home, if we have time, like if I have a couple extra days or something, we'll make a day to go out to the beach, um, to do that. Cause it is something that it's really easy to pick back up. Yeah. Um, and like, especially now that I'm a lot stronger than I ever was before. Like we went, we went out there last year and I was like, this is so much easier now that I'm not like a tiny high schooler and that yeah. I actually can like handle my own when it comes to my strength. It was a lot more fun. <laughs> I just think it'd be like... I don't know. Less about strength and more about, like, anger. Well, you have to have the strength. You have to have the core strength, really, to be able to balance and pull yourself back against the kite and, like, put yourself at the right angle to the ground, if that makes sense. So a lot of what was was happening is, like, you are not sitting, like, standing flat-footed in the sand, and it's all sand, so you're sinking and then coming up and sinking again. So you're really, like, if it was flat, when I start flying, after I'm done, it's just a bunch of divots because I'm digging my heels in constantly like against the force of the kite so that you can make it turn whatever ways you want. Um, and so you really have to have, like you have to be able to stabilize your shoulders. You can't let that thing just yank you around. Yeah. So you have to tense everything from your shoulders into your core, your legs. You have to be able to Sounds pop. Like be a great workout. Oh yeah, it's a fantastic workout. <laughs> your hands are like raw by the end, of course, because you have, you have these little straps that are wrapped around your hands. You, you put your hands through them. And then, so at the end of it, we, my dad bought me like padded straps cause I was doing it so much. I'm like, wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Apparently I'm doing this a lot. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. But it's really fun. So if you ever come down there with me, I'll show you. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> She'd love to go. She likes anything warm. Yeah, yeah. Bodega is not always super warm, but it's warmer than here. Where is that? It's north of San Francisco. Okay. Yeah. It's this awesome little tiny beach town. Yeah. It's really fun. So I don't go to California much anymore. We <laughs> used to, like, when I was a kid, it was at least, like, once a summer we'd go to California. Yeah. Because my grandpa and my grandma lived in uh, Lakewood, California, which okay. is right outside of Anaheim. Yeah. So. Yeah. But grandma still lives there. I saw her a couple years ago. But. Mm-hmm. Well, and this is totally, I, f- I feel like this is a totally different state, too. Um, Northern California. I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, a it's completely people. different. Like, you go down to the beaches down there, and it's totally different vibe, totally different area. Like, my best friend Kelly, she's here right now. She lives down in Monterey right now. And it's like, you can go there to the beach, and then literally you go, like, two hours north to where I'm talking about, and it's, like, totally different. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I've heard that with California, because I know mm-hmm. my grandfather lived in Lakewood, but my uncle lived in Placerville. Okay, yeah. Which was completely... Mm-hmm. Totally it's like different. you got up to Placerville and it's like, is this still even California? Yeah, <laughs> totally different place. Yeah. And there's so many different climates down there. And people ask me all the time, they're like, when you grew up there, like, are you ever going back? Like my family or people that I run across who are from there or whatever. And I'm like, no, I live here now. <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'll um, go visit. I That's like to it. go visit. I go visit my family. My sister just moved down to Santa Monica, so I'll go visit her. You know, my dad's still in Sonoma area, and I've still got her in Monterey for now, and i that's it. I'll go visit, but I'm not moving back. <laughs> I'm not going back. So the last question she has on there, what are your goals for 2019? Um, well, for the second half of 2019. I say, yeah, it's, <laughs> we're, we're halfway over now. Yeah, we're... It's the it's first. the first tomorrow, yeah. That's exciting. Well, when this airs, oh, yeah. the first, yeah. Right. So. Shh, it's the first. It's the first of July. Happy July. It's my birthday month. (laughs) Yeah, you too. Um, I don't know. So from the beginning of the year, my goal has all has been to connect with people more. Mm -hmm. Like, and I try to talk about this as much as possible so that I can remember to practice it because this whole experience that I've had the last four or five years of racing has been a lot of like me finding myself, me finding my self worth, my courage, like all these things to help me propel myself forward into the next stage of my life. Yeah. And I'm there. Like, I'm I'm living it every day. I'm working it. And, and it's not something that I have to practice as hard anymore. It comes a lot more naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not as, I'm not as, like, unmotivated to go after those things. So now I want to actually be able to spend time getting to know people on a more deep level, not just like, oh, what races have you run? And, you know, where are you from? Like, why are you here? You know, what got you to this point? What made you make this decision? How do you feel about being here now that you are here? And then, okay, cool, post-race, like, how was that for you? Because I know how it is for me, and that's not like that for everybody, you know? And I I think I kind of always expect people to have this, like, crazy, you know, life-changing moment out on the course, which a lot of people do, but it's it's always kind of refreshing, too, to hear someone be like, like, if it's just really not for them, or if they were like, I was not expecting that to go that well, or, you know, I found these things that I can work on. But then also, aside from just how is this helping you be a better racer, like, where are you taking this knowledge now? Like, what got you to this point? What is what is something that you're struggling with, yeah. you know, just right now in your life? Because everybody's got a weird story. Oh, yeah. Literally, like, such weird stories. Oh, trust <laughs> me. You, you do the podcast enough, and yeah. like, you start learning some of the just 
things about people you never knew. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, you know, like I said before, you always kind of have that, you know, you have that snapshot mm-hmm. of like, hey, I've known you for four years now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I know this version of Elise. Yeah. I don't know the Elise from before four years. Yeah. I just know, you know, but sitting down and I'm talking to you, I mean, I honestly wouldn't have believed that you were an ex-smoker, mm-hmm. you know, partier, you know, overweight. I mean, it's, you know, you've always been... This version of me. This version of you. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you don't realize that there's other versions. Yeah. You know, you forget that, that there's other versions of him. It's like, you know, like my best friend Don, Mm -hmm. we've known each other since preschool. Yeah. And what's funny, a lot of people don't realize we didn't talk for three or four years before all of a sudden he started doing these races with me. Mm -hmm. We'd completely disconnected. Almost. And then all of a sudden he just like kept seeing all these and say, hey, I want to go do one with you. I'm like, all right, whatever, dude. And then we started connecting again, and yeah. that this, it brought us back into, you know, being, you know, friends again, mm-hmm. where, I mean... With these current versions of with yourselves. With these current versions yeah. of ourselves. But, I mean, we've seen over 36 years, Yeah, we've seen the different versions of each other, mm-hmm. you know, and it's... So, we know, but, like, seeing stuff like you, I mean, but that's why the community is great. I mean, it brings people together, and yeah, like it said, does. brought us back together, and yeah. it's, yeah... I would never know you if it wasn't for that. Exactly. Like, there's so many people that are still impacting my life on a daily basis that I never would have met if it wasn't for this community. Like, if I hadn't finally decided to take that leap. And that's what I try... I think that's what I've really focused on this year. And that's been my big goal in that connection is, like, where are you at in your life right now? How can I hold space to make you understand, like, I want to be here for you. I want to support you. And then how can I help get you to a point where you realize that this is, this could potentially be life changing. Like you could meet so many amazing people. If you're struggling, if you feel like you just can't connect with people, you don't have that many friends or whatever. It's not, I mean, you're going to meet some really quality people out here who are challenging themselves. They're going to make you want to challenge yourself. They'll do it with you. Like I just, I have very few people in my life and one of them is laying on my living room floor right now who are mm. in my life from like the long haul and have known me through the yeah. many facets of my life. And um, the beast people that I've met so far, the people I've met in Spartan, the people I've met just in OCR in general, those are slowly becoming those people as well. Yeah. Because they just stick around. They're resilient. Yeah, yeah they're resilient. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's, I met some great people and that's one thing, that's mm-hmm. one of the things I love about the community too is it's just... Like I said, we wouldn't be friends. I'd, yeah. I I keep thinking of a few of you guys. It's like, would we have met if it exactly. wasn't for this? And it's like, we have, there's no other part of our lives that we Nothing crossed. else that crosses. You know, nothing. No, I mean, literally like the nothing. The only way I might have ever met you is if I ended up in the same like place where you're a nurse. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. And, and then, then it is, would never have developed into that yeah. kind of friendship. And I never would have. Like, that just, yeah. yeah the setting was what was needed. Yeah. For sure. And this community has just been so great for that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Seriously. No. So if you're worried about signing up for a race or you have a friend that's like, nah, I don't know, and I don't know anybody there, blah, 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 you really just, just keep hounding them. <laughs> just keep, keep getting them, them into it. And, I mean, that's what I did with a lot of people. <laughs> there was a lot of my friends that were like, I, yeah, I don't think I can do this. I don't want... I'm like, yeah. come with me. I mean, not to sound bad, I'm bigger now than I've ever been and I'm still doing it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm working on fixing that, mm-hmm. um, you know, fixing that and getting back into the healthy way that I should be. You know, and I've made bad decisions that have gotten me where I am, and I just need to start making the right ones. But it's one of those but. moments where you're like, look, I know where I'm at right now, and if I can do this, yeah, 
you can do this. And sometimes it just takes grit. And I mean, that's mm-hmm. one thing I've said in this before. Is sometimes it is the grit. I have said before, I'm tired of being the guy with the grit. I just yeah. want to be the guy that, you know, does good on the races mm-hmm. or like finishes them. And people aren't like, wow, you did what? <laughs> you, <know. laughs> you don't want to be in a place where it's surprising. Yeah. You want to be in and, a place where it's, it, right it seems like it would make sense. Yeah. Well, I'm like, hey, I just did a marathon two weeks ago. And they're like, you did you? Yeah. You. You did a marathon. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I did. Yeah. I'm not joking. I did. I'm I have pictures kidding. to prove it, actually. Yeah, I've got pictures. <laughs> They're not good pictures, trust me, because I'm in them, but... <laughs> oh my god, Mike. <laughs> oh, that's awful. I'm in them, so they're not good, but... Yeah, I'm that's in not them, true. So they're not good Don't pictures. talk about my friend like that. I know, I know. Yeah. Don't don't get down on yourself. That doesn't get you anywhere. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm a comedian, though. That's like half of my set. Yeah. But... Yeah. Hide behind your jokes, Mike. Exactly. exactly. I'm just going to sit here and expose it. <laughs> I like to make oh. things awkward. I did that to my teammate last weekend during our... Uh, our competition were like getting ready for a workout and I got like hella deep all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I like looked at her, we're getting re- like literally 30 seconds away from starting the workout. And I'm like, this has been a really great experience and I'm really glad that we decided to do this. And it seems like this was just the thing that you needed because you were so kind of burned out on things and it really seems to have lit your fire again. And she's like, I love you, but shut up because you're making me all teary eyed and I need to focus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know what? You're right. I can just what? bottle it up for a moment. I'll just give it to you later. Well, I'll just focus on what we're about to do. <laughs> well, it worked. You got third. So. Yeah, we did. We did. So that's awesome. Yeah, very proud. More so, to come. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. Working on more. some big things. So. So anything you want to say to the listeners in closing? I mean, we've we, we've done the questions and then we've gone off on our weird tangents like <laughs> what we always do. So. <laughs> it wouldn't be the podcast if we yeah. hadn't done that. No, just keep running, keep uh, talking about it, and just keep trying to find you know keep that fire lit keep it going if you need help getting the fire lit let one of us know we'll help you out so heck yeah i don't have lighters anymore i quit smoking Mm -hmm. two two years i literally had to two years yes that's amazing at the end of july july 29th will be my two year i'm so proud of you two year non-smoking so that's so fantastic which was great i went and golfed on friday and i found like a whole bunch of cigarette butts in my bag because you know when you oh wow you don't yeah throw them and I'm like wow this has been that long since yeah. I golfed but it's been this long since I golfed and since I smoked yes. <laughs> so. yeah I think mine is like I don't remember the exact day but I know it was um, September 2014 it's awesome yeah so getting getting on up there in years finally yeah which is good yeah it's not an easy thing to do Mm-mm. so Mm-mm. all right well thank you for. All right being on the podcast again and thank you for having me we'll talk to you again soon <laughs> bye thanks for listening to the beast net podcast brought to you by beast ocr don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear you can find us on facebook or at beastocr.com.